Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome, everyone, to my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. I'm your host for this week. I will focus on my director's clip, my director's clip notes, and it will focus on episode 30 and episode 31, where I'm focusing on returning back to season two. So we're going to look at that today. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your support. And just to recap for those, or just to provide some info for those that just joining me, this is a premium podcast. So this is based on my book, Mitch Ram that I turned it into a theatrical production, Mole. And Mole stands for Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt. And it focuses on short stories that I started last year about the characters, the main characters from the book, which is Princess Amenia, her family, and then her friends, and then the kings. And of course, we have these other characters too, the Orions, the tribal leaders, and so forth and other people from Pleiadians and so and into that regard into the storyline. Now the right now the production of Mole is currently in the prep phase to return back for the third time to stage. It would be entitled The Prestige Return of Mole Stage Play. It's more of a celebration because it's been over 20 years since I wrote the book Mitzrayam. That started the seed for me to be a writer and then progress to other opportunities that I got. So at any rate, this particular podcast is a premium membership in the sense that you get the clip snippets that I release most of the time during my season and my season starts in September and it ends in May of the following year so this season of course I'm going to release mostly clip snippets and you get part of the short story to get the full short story you have to become a member a patron member you can get that link in the description to my patreon page you also get rewards with that so just click that link and it'll tell you more information so you will hear me fade off into or cut off the short story that I'm sharing with you and you to get the access to be a, a patron member you'll get that full access of what happened next what happened in the full full short story of that's being released so I will initially just we will call it a clip snippet of the short story now I do release the full short stories uh, as well during the year is periodically but I do but for the most of the year they are clip snippets of the full short but still give you enough so you can follow along and get an idea you won't know everything and what happened or what nuggets that I released or what secrets that I revealed for the most part <laughs> 
but you do get enough to be able to hopefully really continue to to follow this story of Mole. I do also would I will also do other short stories. That's why the title of the podcast is and beyond. Like this summer, I will release a short story. I will release that short story again. That was entitled Mahogany. It was for my Harlem Renaissance column that I was an editor at Sweet One Hundred One years ago, <laughs> and I will return that back this year. I haven't decided when, but it will return back from that part two that I will release and I will release and do other short stories with different timelines of history but for right now for most of these podcast releases that I do so Molay Molay is my heart <laughs> Mitzrayam is my heart so some highlights from last week the highlights for this week I'm focused on episode 30 episode 31 and to take a look at that episode 30 it was entitled when one then when one falls there's another to behold that was released on my return back to season two on september the third and then i'm going to talk about episode 31 that was released on september the 10th entitled and the sedan many secrets went deep to the afar okay of old so i'm going to focus on that that's the highlight for today episode uh, here for this week now for last week it was episode 36 and it was entitled of the Orion skies there's always others that's where I took you deep into Orion I still haven't revealed all the hist- historical facts on the Orions and and clarify or come to conclusion I'm still kind of keeping that you know to the side right now but you will in the future because we got to find out and that's what I mentioned earlier with my return back you got to find out the linkage to Kishi Kishi was one of the main players when Princess Amelia was on the scene Princess Amelia timeline is the book of Mitzrayam it was through her eyes that she was sharing her her experience right and Kishi was on the scene he had two other alliance with him but this right here in this timeline in the podcast which is before the time of Princess Amelia we haven't really got to know to find out where did Kishi come in who is he linked to and I'm just getting a feeling as each time I sit down and it comes through it's going to be one of these Orions I don't know who I don't know if it was Echo or Lego or Netu or maybe somebody that they know I don't know but it's coming real soon because remember again like I said Lanko came through first in episode one so in this episode last week entitled of the Orion skies there's always others we're into this position of seeing Hani. Hani was introduced as the head leader that was over Echo. And Lanko was the one to report back of the fall of Echo. And now in this episode, last week, episode 36, Hani is the central character. And he takes the full episode, right? Leading into the clip off uh, of the story, the short story that was released, the clip that was released. And he's talking to these members that are hidden. You don't know their name. I didn't express that. I just described them. But he let it known about not only Echo Fall, but there are others. And the linkage goes directly to the heart of the Orion, which we would call the government now today. At any rate, so he was putting on notice. He was stressing the very military. Notice how I described and I kind of put emphasis on that of his rank. Then we were talking about high stakes politics, high stakes agenda. Okay, when we get to that level and we're dealing with these level of secrecy, because I remember he went to go see the secrecy of the Orion council members. I'm not going to go too deep in that, but just to kind of let you know, that's what you got. There's something he revealed at the end that was clipped off. You have to become a patron member to get the rest of that. What he was revealing to them that set up some more nuggets to fall through that was not shared. Okay, 
and so go and check that episode our episode last week episode 36 so let's go ahead and begin now okay let's begin for this week of my season two of 2018 2019 of my podcast show Nichelle Anderson short stories and beyond for this week will be my director clip notes for episode 30 and 31 for season two okay that's what started on September the 3rd so let's get started jumping right on to episode 30 and I really like this title that came to me. It came to me during the summer on what my first episode would be. And I knew we had to be there, Ryan. So I just felt inside that I had to focus on them. And just making it the first episode for season season two give me a good feeling that it's going to come through more of the alliance we're going to get more into into them all right mix in with king milan last year was all about king milan and king Hagar, and i still feel it's going to be about them still but now the alliance is on the scene is they going to be battling for some scene time for sure so this uh titled when one fall there was another to behold it was basically to set it up to show it's a change in rank something happened echo have good ties in the Hawaiian regime you could tell good ties good loyalty that's what I pick up on and you see that where he's in front of the high rank alliance to those of Akum now you notice that I always when I talk about these different council members I'm always describing something about that's not council members. They're a different rank. And so this one is those of Akeen. Now, who's Akeen? What is that? Is that a territory? Is that, I don't know. We don't really know, but you know it's something of secrecy and it's a different level of authority, of knowledge. That's what you got to take away with and that's what you got to identify who is over who, who has most power when I'm talking about these high rank alliance and these council members and their title and their group. It's similar to, I guess, what you say in government where they have certain, certain um, power, certain rank, certain level of influence. So that's where we get to meet Hani. This is a new character and that he's really running the show at this level of authority in the high rank alliance to those of Akeen. So Lanko was in position to tell them about Echo. He wanted to know, Hanu asked, what is this going on with Echo plan that was for Tamat? And Lanko responded and he said, I'm not sure of what happened and I'm not sure of other locations that Echo was setting up. So it seems like Echo had certain types of reference you know what it's an episode I believe it was episode four or episode five but it was where Echo was communicating uh, to them so he had very high secrecy at a level to communicate to the high council members in Orion you have to check that out I believe it was episode four or five I will put a description in the back if I change it but if I don't just go back and look at the first seven no from episode I would say episode three to seven check uh, those out and Ect was uh, was the main person of authority and was communicating back to the high council members so her knee wanted to more more information and so he wanted to find out after he realized that Echo had had fallen that where are the two Napu of Echo reign and Lanko paused and said I'm not sure right he's not he didn't share that information with him so that's when Henny did something else he nodded and he took a cloth and he started writing markings on it and he looked back up and he said in the last call to echo it was a move to move northern with the tribal leaders 
right? So there he's showing some information that was just between uh, Echo and the High Council members. So Lanko at this moment, that's what the takeaway, he's getting promoted because they got to have somebody else that they can trust, okay? And then fast forward, you will hear Hanu at the end, he wants Lanko to deliver this message to someone in the Northern Mountains and on Tamat, and he wants him to bring Natu before them. So it's already they suspect Nantu was up to something. He's he's got his hands in. He might wasn't present like he was on assignment, but they smell that Nantu is somewhat involved in this. Okay? And that's what he told return back to Tamat, for they do not know you that you still exist after the fall of Rake, right? Bring the two here. We know he still stands. So that's what Hanu said back to Lanko and Lanko not in agreement right to the to the leader of Akun which we're calling Hani and Hani pointed into a rolled up cloth and he spoke give this message to that you hold to tribal leader in the north region by far the mountains of old only he can read the meaning for another day in this war so they're still going to go at it Mitzrayim which builds up the confrontation that King Malan would have to certain people on this side that's against Mitzrayim and that there's another play that's about to roll out and Lanko has basically been promoted. He brings Natu. Get this, if he brings Natu back to them, who knows what's gonna happen to Natu. But <laughs> Lanko will be in position of Echo because remember Lanko was here and there, but Lanko was close to Echo and Echo sided with Lanko in the in the episode with with Natu when Natu brought this particular object he captured someone that was connected to Mitzrayam and that's where Enko said don't do that if you do that they're not going to be it's going to lead it's going to lead Queen Hagam and her forces to find us here which evidently it did uh, one of the elements it did Natu as we know you know revealed his location to the tribal leaders to let it link out and head back to Mitzrayam but Lanko is in position that if he brings back Natu he will get the rank of Echo that's what you got to take away from that and you got to take away from how he knew how he kind of decided or figured out this and that to the point that Natu had to be somewhat involved even though it was no traces of him or nothing being said that he was present when King Malai came on the scene and and you know took care of Echo in in their cave in their hideout down on the west bank there and so Lanko nodded and he you know did what he was told and got it done so that was a full short story right there but you got the notion that he knew that he had to follow through and to capture Natu okay let's put it out there he got to find Natu and he got to find exactly if in fact that um, Echo what's going on with Echo did he actually survive did he didn't they say I'm kind of giving it to you but I kind of left it in previous episodes of my podcast he's off the scene Okay, but but that was the order that had knew wanted Lanko to return back to Mahat and send that message uh, to the northern mountains. Now, in my previous episodes in season one, I never really brought up the northern part of the Sudan. It was always the rest of the south and the Congo, you know, right? Or maybe the southern east um, near Egypt and places like that I never really so this is a new area this is some new territory to look at and so that was episode 30 so it was a very good episode my first episode I think because it opens up the, it gives you an idea you're going to know more about the Orions and how they continue to be a thorn in Mitzrayim to constantly cause conflict they after something and a clue of that is I I mentioned that in my previous episode in season one 
which is episode 28 many aspire for their star of Mitch Ram they gave you a clue of what they're actually after or what they want let's go ahead and move on to the next episode I really like this one too this was released on September the 10th episode 31 it was entitled in the Sedan many secrets run deep to the afar of old this would be some extra director clip notes for episode 31 another thing I want to share with you about three points that I want to make sure that I give some highlight on and for you to take note the first thing is the temple knowledge of 50 I mentioned that the first time in episode 31 where you have Tahib meeting Rulin on the behalf of Queen Hagar that she's following the order of the crown King Malan so both of them asked Tahib to go see Rulin and in describing Elder Tahib, I call him Grandfather Tahib in the book, Mitzrayam. In the podcast, I mentioned he's an elder. He's part of, you know, the mystery school of thought is what I called it in the book, doing Princess Aminia time. She's, that's her timeline, Mitzrayam, the book, right? And the podcast, of course, this is before the time of her. And I do mention Mystery School of Thought here and there when I started the podcast, but most of the time when I'm talking about Tahib, I'm really referencing these other sects that are included into the development or into the realm of the Mystery School of Thought. Now in the history of Egypt, it's always been known of the knowledge that they had beyond man capacity like beyond this this particular world and so when I'm talking about the temporal knowledge of 50 that's where you need to keep note of that's why I'm making this a highlight when I'm talking about this particular episode because it will come up again I feel it and I will expand on that and when I describe like the advisors that they had Tahib comes from a particular realm of time where he's definitely have a lot of knowledge from the land that we call Samna that developed the culture and the knowledge that became Mitzrayam and then later brought into the name of Egypt okay and you know Mitzrayam and Kemet which is pretty much one in the same and so I just want you to take note of that the temporal knowledge of 50 you will find out more about them and about their their mission their procedure their process and their the imprint that they had on culture and the development of the particular those that were chosen to get the knowledge pretty much so I just want to kind of highlight that that I did mention that and if you didn't get to catch that to take note because it will be coming back up sometime probably in this season or beyond I would not be able to bring that much up in when we get to the stage play when I do my prestige return to stage play because then it's coming from the book and I only referenced the mystery school of thought that was that particular level of knowledge and I just want to kind of highlight that he will be in the stage play he never made it into any of my repsos or right the initial stage plays that I did as well it was only focusing on the five he was the one that was asked to be the one to teach princess Aminya and Naha remember Naha is the son of Ezra the high herbalist scientist of Mitzrayam. 
The second thing I want to highlight in that episode of 31 is that I described the particular scene in the sense that they're underground as if they're going into some type of mounting, a tunnel. And I called it the Tunnel of Haloon. Pretty, take a note of that, Haloon, because that will come up. I felt it when I wrote it as well. And the part where Tahib, they came together and saw Rulin and they they saw one another and they walked side by side into another entrance just the two of them that led them to a scene and hopefully you could visualize it was it was beautiful how I saw it in my mind when I wrote it where they could see the Nile River coming from the north of Egypt and then how it travels and it parted ways to mix in to merge with other rivers below they were able to talk knowing that in that seclusion they could say what they need to say but you still felt some trust could Tahib trust Rulin and could Rulin trust Tahib to really express what he was going through but keep a note of that area is basically uh, those are mines base of the mine into they can lead to under tunnels because Sababwe back in ancient times was known for the the minings, or at least in that area, that contribute to a lot of mining of different material, valuable materials. Okay, so keep a note of that. The tunnels of Haloon that will definitely come up again. I know it will. The third thing is I described how Tahib saw Rulin, and I described that the last time was with Tahib and Kamrat Tata. Elder Tahib was with Kamrat Tata when he met Rulin. So this is what I want you to take a note of. Back in season one for episode 26, Queen Hagar remembers moments of before. Okay, it was released, was May the 7th, 2018, episode 26. Queen Hagar remembers moments of before. Take a note of that because in that's, that's when Queen Hagar went to go see Rulin. And to me, that was the time right, definitely before the war. And she didn't tell King Milan then, but she wanted to go talk to Rulin. She was with General Tukhan. You don't really know the roots and the background of Tukhan. You don't know what happened to General Tukhan because fast forward in my episode one of season one, right? That time it was only Comrade Tata. He kind of rose up in rank and they didn't seem to have a general. So something happened to General Tukhan during the war. But in this episode 26 is where we first meet Rulin and it was with General Tukhan. Now fast forward to episode 31 is where I mentioned that Tahib saw Rulin and it was it was Aspiro ago when he somehow I put it that way it was Aspiro ago when he last saw Rulin but Tahi was with Comrade Dita to go see Rulin so that had to be I would assume after that meeting after that moment that I talked about in episode 26 when Queen Hagar went to go see Rulin with General Takan so it must was after that moment things happened it was leading up to the war perhaps King Milan went asked Tahib and Kamrat Tata to go see. So General Tukhan could be still around. I'm not sure. We don't know. The reason why I'm pointing this out is to take note of it because the pieces will eventually come to fold to put that together. Rulin is a key for this uproar. He knows something. That's why Karin Hagar went to go see him. Fast forward, it seems like Tahib went to go see Rulin too. I just have a feeling that it was after Karin Hagar did 
maybe some time later months or whatever maybe a year later we don't know how long from that moment of episode 26 of that memory to go see ruling Queen Hagar and General Tuncan but we know it's going to be soon maybe a year later maybe two years later because it didn't see it at that time that she was pregnant at that at that time so it was in the past and so I just want to kind of take note of that so now we know that Comrade Tatar no ruling and it's something about him and his roots that's going to tie some of these issues together of what's really brewing what is this is the takeaway that is coming through last season and this season what is the star of Mitch Rayam and that's probably going a little bit further but I wanted to kind of highlight those three things and a recap of that the temple knowledge of 50 that ties to Tahib, it ties to the ancient mystery school of thought. They had schools in Egypt. They was embedded in the pyramids. They was embedded in those secret entrances and those uh, sections of that location of the deep knowledge from beyond. And the second thing was the tunnel of Hulun, which is basically deep into the mines, into the mountains or what have you in ancient times where they said where the mining took place, right? That was tied to King Damar, which King Damar is key in the book and he would be a very important character when we return back to stage. So remember that particular location. That's going to come up in the podcast, the tunnel of Hulun, where Tahi went to go see Rulin. And Kamrat Dita being mentioned. So there Kamrat Dita was already on the scene getting a special assignment to travel with Tahib. And the question is where was General Tukhan? And to clarify and to understand it had to be right before the actual war broke out or maybe right after it did. Because that's what Tahib said. Mini Apsu. When I'm talking about Apsu, mainly I'm either talking about days or I'm talking about months or I'm talking about years. But you kind of got to put the pieces together to figure out which in that moment I can share with you it was it definitely seemed not definitely not days but it seemed like at least close to a year uh, since they seen one another when he mentioned that was the last time that he saw ruling with Comrade Tata and it was before Comrade Tata became a general which that's an episode in season one when a general is born say that I really enjoyed these titles they come through and they just, oh, I be woman like, this is really, this in itself can be a movie, you know. But nonetheless, the title of a movie. But to focus on this one, now this one is good too. I love the opening scene that I did when I listened to the final edit. Because this brings back to where Queen Hagar received a message. And going forward, it was communicated and King Milan approved to send to send Tahib, which is the father of Queen Hagar. In the book, we call him Grandfather Tahib. In my book, Mitzrayam, in these stories and the stage play, we would turn back, we would be calling him Elder Tahib. And he was sent. See, that's the takeaway. Why was he sent? Well, he was sent because his history is deep. And not only that, but his knowledge and his whereabouts of before and to protect King Milan and Queen Hagar because he also know Rulin still have feelings for his daughter and to focus on who is the upbringing, what's going on in that sense of other secrecy that could harm Mitzrayam. And so he goes see Rulin and this is where from the first time that we introduced to Rulin episode 26 titled Queen Hagar Remembers Moments of Before, we are first introduced to Rulin and this is where Rulin comes back into the storyline of my podcast timeline and he's dressed in a military attire so I think that must was maybe his I don't know 
not really hideaway but it's time you know his like you know some people have different homes over here and a home over there and we really didn't know his rank we just knew that he had history and he knew he was close to what was brewing up against in the south towards Mitzrayim and Tahib go see ruling and they're in this almost I wouldn't say cave or mountain maybe I think it's a kind of I described it as a mountain and he's dressed in his military attire and he has guards so now we know that he has definitely rank okay in that region and they do a kind of like not really ceremonial or a kind of process to know how things are done when you meet in secret for no one else to know and the procedural way because they didn't say anything and to heave they just motioned so then boldly them to walk together side by side because to was there with 25 mitchell guards okay and his trusted mystery school of thought as you could say advisors of the temple of knowledge that's where i call them to trusted advisors that I'm calling the temple of knowledge of 50 okay that was his also additional group of support there with him as well as 25 Mitram guards and they was wearing the long white robe and so forth trimmed with linen gold as I mentioned and to he was in his status position of an elder of old of them from, from Samna and he was there to meet Rulin. And so basically he was there to get information. Why you sent this message to the queen, and to the to the king and queen of Mitzrayim, primarily to Queen Hagar. He wanted to see her again. And of course, you know, the arrangement was to he was to go in the place. And to he spoke, not looking at Rulin when they was walking together side by side and they enter another part of the mountain. And I described it as if it came to me as seeing a waterfall coming inside of a mountain. And they're just talking, but they're not looking at one another. So you have this level of secrecy and of authority and a procedural way of how you're sharing information or giving information. And Tahib spoke first. He said to Rulin, the queen, my daughter, sent me to speak on the behalf of the crown. Okay, and Rulin was smiling back by looking at Tahib, still trying to find more about what's going on with Hagar, saying, Well, is she? You know, where is she? Like, how she's doing? That's what we were saying in today's time frame. And Tahib was smiling, not amused. You can't speak of what you seek. So, Rulin has some information because back in episode 26, where it's in Queen Hagar, remember a moment up before, in that episode, he said, The secrets run deep. They ain't lying when they in the mountains. Okay, some part in the mountains deeper now in the hidden space right there giving information without anyone to notice or to send out to other areas that you don't want to know. So in that regard, Rulin focused back and he nodded as I described. And he just said, there is another that awaits in the mountains. Now you know I keep saying about the mountains. I talked about the north of the mountains, the Heni of the Orion of the High Council member in their domain sent Lanco to deliver the message to someone in the northern part, not the southern part, because season one, it was all about the south of the Sudan. It was about the west, some on the east, but not the north. And now you hear it again, where ruling is telling Tahib, there is another that awaits in the mountains, not. Now he did say, I'll take it back. He did say, he said the mountains, but he did mention something about not in the north, but the south with good tidings to pursue Mitzrayim. So when you look at all of that in a nutshell, you see as if there's a movement in the north caused by the south. That's why he said there's another that awaits in the mountains. And he mentioned the location. So it's still brewing in the south 
right? Tahib responded back, you got to get this. He said, we know of the disturbance from the West and the South has always been a fall of reasoning. Who are amongst those that do go against King Milan? Bam, Tahib put it there. So they, they're familiar and they know about the South. It's always upper, it's always something, okay, that they got to, to deal with and to, to wrangle with. And then the rest that they noticed that it was movement there. And that's what the two was, because that's where the two was in the early episodes of season one, where he found someone. It was a tribal leader that confided in the two and shared with him about someone that was discovered. It was a Mitzrayam, and that's where he thought he was going to get his power back. I'm talking about Natu now. And Natu went to Echo, and then Lanko was there in their domain, in their cave, and talked about we can use this to a way to break through and to take command of Mitzrayam and get the star of Mitzrayam. But Echo shot that down along with Lanko. So here you have Tahib already talking it. We know there's some disturbance, okay? So the reason why I just broke off and talked about the two and how there's somebody that he had captured somebody or that particular tribal leader they found someone that was a Mitzrayam we don't know who that is right now and the two was able to you know take this person whoever this person is at the moment we don't know what happened right I didn't re reveal that yet and that sets up the tone of the West is still brewing and being influenced by the Orions and going forward Echo didn't want to know a part of it so we still don't know what's going on with the two with that but just to show you the rest is kind of brewing up and the two was that was that's where his area at and then fast forward you see now in season two the two is making his his domain his 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 command center in the south which still ties to the rest okay and so moving from that you see ruling had responded back to Tahi where they're talking about these pockets of where in the Sadan and Rulin said the roots are unclear but another Orion is in the midst against Milan. It's as if Natu has ties in the west and he moved to the south. So that's why Rulin said there's another that awaits. Now I'm kind of giving it to you that it seems like it's going to be Natu that's going to be this another awaits. So as if Rulin knows about Echo Fall from King Milan. Okay, he know he found out about it, and now even though they not echo out, it's somebody else that's been brewing that needs to be known, and that's basically what I think you should take away from that. When he said roots are unclear, but another Orion is in the mist against Milan. That's what Rulin said to Tahib, all right, Elder Tahib, and they seek an alliance from the southern tribal leaders. See, because now two on the west, like I said, were was seeing. I guess just to kind of talk to uh, the different tribal leaders and, and get to hold and it was Oteen. It was published on January the 1st and I'm talking about that. In a moment a new path is revealed and it's supporting the Orion. It supported Natu and he discovered this Mitzray. So he already had ties in the West and that's what you got to get from that line from Rulin. He says the roots are unclear but another Orion is in the mist against Milan. They seek an alliance from the southern tribal leaders. Okay so he bring up da da da. So Tahib asks you speak of who you know something like that and Tahib basically want to know Rulin are you going to side with with their wine are you gonna you gonna side with us or you're not doing it because you just don't like Milan because Milan ended up capturing Crane Hagar Heart. Okay, what's the deal? So Wulu just resisted all of that. He just said, you know, in time all changes from where one stood. And that's important that's a really good deep statement because it's basically saying what happened before, you know, can change from the now to the future and people change. So that's basically how you put it. I'm not sure I'm gonna help 
be a secret spy for King Milan. That's basically what he was saying. So overall, that was a very good, good scene. That was the full short story. And it was very nice, especially at the end where you hear ruling it. He kind of make a decision. You know, you need to think about your, you know, your loyalty to to the history of Mitzrayim, to the history of your people, how we can work together. But it's up to you, Roland. And Roland was just still struggling with his heart and his duty. And so pretty much Roland said to his guards, we leave, he said, we leave at dawn to meet the Orion that speak of an alliance. And I ended there. So we don't know which alliance that could be. I kind of hinted it might be Natu, who it could be Lanko. Who knows? You got to tune in to find out. But that was that episode, episode 31. It was a very good episode. I highly encourage you to check it out. And if you like it, share it. Thank you so much for joining me this week for my director clip notes where I'm on track on season two to deliver these once a month. It might be two times a month depending on the flow of what's coming out and how many weeks are in that month. But thank you again. Please consider to be a patron member. Please forward this or share this with someone and join our Mole YouTube channel as well as like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. Thank you so much. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <coughs> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents.